Hi, this is The Rocker Recovery. And this is Josh Bond. And this is Angie Meadows. And welcome today. We have another lesson for you. Okay, so today, Josh, we're going to keep moving. We're going to look at the law of spirit of life versus the law of sin and death. Mm-hmm. And so if I want life in my life, I've got to pursue life. I've got to empower it uh, with my agreeance. Yeah. I cannot empower death and the feelings of death and go after foolishness and think I'm going to end with life. Yeah. It's like if um, the wind's blowing and that apple's falling from the tree, I can reach my hand out and catch that apple, and I have just broke the law of gravity. Well, the law of the spirit of life is supposed to catch us from the law of sin and death. It's supposed to break that law of sin and death. And the only way it's going to do it is if I allow the Holy Spirit, I don't quench Him, I allow that Holy Spirit to come in my life and usurp the, that law of gravity, that law of sin and death that's going to drag me down. Just like um, in the garden, you know, when that curse came. God comes, he, he died on a tree to break that curse. So I have to have the Spirit of life, which is the Holy Spirit, to break that law of sin and death. So let's go for number one, Romans 8, 1 and 2. What's the question? If you are in Christ, what sets us free from the law of sin and death? Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set us free from the law of sin and death. So what's going to set me free? Law of Spirit of life. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. There's no condemnation. So if I'm beating myself up with guilt and shame and condemnation, I can I can ruminate, I can think that, and it's still going to be set near a year from now, 10 years from now. The only thing that's going to cover, that's the blood of Christ. Uh, just living in that law of life and saying, you did this, Lord, and it's done, and I just have to believe it. Number two, Romans 8.3. How did the Spirit set me free from sin and death? Hmm. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemns sin in the flesh. So how did the Spirit set me free from sin and death? We are set free by Jesus Christ becoming our sin offering. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> Number three, Romans 8, 4. We are not to live according to the flesh. what? Yes, the flesh, nature, but... According to Spirit. the okay, read the scripture. In order to that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us, who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Okay, if I'm living according to the flesh, I'm living in the path of death, and I'm going to feel it. It's going to weigh heavy on me. I'm going to be doing things I don't want to do. I'm going to be being led astray. I'm going to be distracted. Yeah. I'm going to be confused. I'm going to be whining. But if I'm living in the spirit, now I'm walking in the praise. I'm I'm quoting the promises of God to myself. I'm saying this looks bad, but my Lord, He's got this. Mm. <laughs> I don't know where this is going to end. I don't know. I don't know what He's doing, but I try him. I don't know where tomorrow is, but I know who holds tomorrow. Yeah. So number four, Romans 8, 5. What would it look like if my mind was set on natural things? Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. So what would it look like if my mind was set on the fleshly natural things? You recognize what you think most about Fear, anxiety, bitterness, earthly problems, materialistic, and entertainment, etc. Yeah, so if I'm 
if I'm getting ready to get evicted, I've lost my job, I'm getting ready to get evicted, I'm wringing my hands, my stomach hurts, I'm like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I'm going to be in the blah, blah, blah. If I'm just like, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in anxiety. But if I'm saying, okay, Lord, this means that you've got another path for me and I'm going to trust you, guess what? I'm going to land in a better place. Mm-hmm, for even, sure. Even if I'm in a little tent in the yep. backyard and somebody's camper, I'm going to end, end in a better place. And if I just trust God, I'm not going to end in that death and that fear, that anxiety, that bitterness. Okay, so Romans 8, 6. Which mindset is death? Which mindset is life? The mind governed by the flesh is death. But the mind governed by the spirit of life, by the spirit, is life and peace. So which mindset is death and which is life? By fleshly man is death. Mind controlled by the spirit is life and peace. Now, this is not mind over matter. matter. This is not um, positive thinking. This is literally exercising my faith to trust God. It's much bigger than positive thinking. It's much bigger. It's it's crying it out and and yielding and surrendering and saying, there it is, Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. It's yours. Number six, Romans 8, 7. Wolf. Uh, will sinful, fleshly, carnal minds submit to God? Hmm, the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. So, Josh, what we see with those in addiction is that they can't surrender this. Yeah, you're right. They get stuck, and they can be stuck in six months. You can go back in a year, and they're, they, they're still rehearsing. They didn't make any movement. Yeah. They're stuck. Yeah. Um, because they're not willing to submit this suffering to God. Yeah. Instead, they're hiding in their pain in a deep, dark place. So when I'm stuck emotionally, I am on the wrong side of the battle. Um, that is an enemy to God. It's very hostile. He's. I'm not allowing him to speak into my life or to change me or to love me. I'm literally not even receiving comfort from anyone. Yeah. I'm just rehearsing all the wounds. Yeah. So Romans 8.8. 8. Can a carnal man... Please God. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. Wow. So no, I can't please no, God when no. I'm in my anxious yeah. rehearsing, ruminating. Romans eight nine. How can we be controlled by the Spirit of God? You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh. Okay, so he's telling you who you are. You're saved. You're not in the realm of the flesh. Yeah. Act like you're saved. Yeah. You're in the realm of the spirit. I don't Kingdom of heaven. Yeah, I done did yeah. that work for you're you. You're walking in it. Yeah. If indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. If anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. So I need to know who my Father is and who I belong to and act like it. Every now and then I'll go up to one of the kids and I'll say, are you saved? Yeah. And I'll be like, act like it. Act like you got a Heavenly Father. Take those problems to Him. Say, Daddy, I need need this, I need that. Because He's promised that He will provide for us, that He'll protect us, that He owns a cattle on a thousand hills, that He's got this, and, and that He will, if He doesn't give it to me, I don't need it. And if that is the way I roll, we've talked about this before, that's the way we roll. Lord, it's all yours. Take it or give it, uh, move it through me to somebody else. So what's my reward in Romans 8, 10, and 11 for walking in the Spirit? But if it, if Christ is in you, but then it, even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you. 
he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. Okay, so it's because of righteousness. So as I walk, as I cooperate with the Holy Spirit, as I walk in what is right, now I'm covered with that breastplate of righteousness. Now I'm walking in the Spirit. I'm just doing the next right thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what to do. I don't know what you're doing, but I don't need to know. I just yeah. need to know. Okay, I get up, I make the breakfast, I open the curtains, I go to work, I take care of this, I take care of that, I just do the next thing. And don't get stuck in that heavy, deep, dark emotion. Just keep moving forward. Romans 12, 1, how do we worship? Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and pr proper worship. Hmm. So how do I become a living sacrifice if I don't sacrifice my flesh? Here it is, Lord, bigger than me. Uh, then how am I gonna how am I gonna be in a um, attitude of proper worship? How am yeah. I gonna be able to come I mean like I do come to God with my anger and my self pity and my fears and, but then I move it, okay, I've sat there for five, ten minutes, I'm done, I move it to worship. Yeah. And now I'm a living sacrifice. I don't know what you're doing, but I trust you, God. Yeah. So do not be no, do not be conformed, conformed yeah. any longer to the pattern of this world, but transformed. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah, so that's Romans twelve two. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, his pleasing, and his perfect will. So if I'm not ready to surrender, it's not likely I will know what his will is. Yeah. All right. If I like my flesh, if I like living in the death, I, I'm, that gravity's taking me to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be bad. <laughs> Number 12. Thessalonians 5.19, what, what am I not to quench or to put out? First Thessalonians 5.19, do not quench the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a fire that's going to be able to burn up all that fleshly stuff in me, and I don't I don't want to quench him. So let's yeah. look at the truth that we just discussed. Number one. Law of spirit of life sets you free from the law of sin and death. Number two. We are set free by the blood of Christ. Christ in our sin offering is our sin offering. Number three. Natural mind keeps you in bondage to fear, anxiety, loss, problems, materialism, entertainment, and other distractions. Number four. Spirit mind equals life and peace. Number five. Carnal mind equals death and fear. Number six. Carnal mind is hostile to God. Number seven. Carnal mind cannot please God. Wow. So what's my instructions, Josh? Live according to the spirit and not to the sin nature. Number two. In order to have life and peace, the Spirit of God must live in you. I have to invite Him in. Yes. Lord, I need you. I need you. I need you. Number three. Offer your body as a living sacrifice. Here I am. I'm your hands and feet, Lord. You you move me in the direction you want. Number four. Renew your mind. Yeah. So possibly I was made for such a day as this. Yes. And uh, it don't look pretty. <laughs> it didn't look pretty for Esther when she was like, I don't want to go into the king. Yeah. Um, he, he may chop my head off. Yeah. <laughs> he does that all the time to people who comes in when he doesn't invite them. Well, maybe you were born for such a time as this. So any trial, any tribulation, any affliction, any persecution, any childhood trauma that you have gone through is to prepare you for this day yeah. to bring about an expected end to save a people alive. So if you can get a bigger vision than your wounded heart, if you can 
can lay that wounded heart on the altar and, and say, Lord, if you can make something of this mess, please do, because I can't. So I want you to be able to walk in that Holy Spirit. So what's the warning, Josh? Do not quench the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. Willful sin will quench God's Spirit. Ouch. Do not be conformed to this world. Keep do going. not give wrong for wrong. Avoid evil. Wow. And how many times do I want to do wrong for wrong? (laughs) They curse me, I'm going to curse them. (laughs) Instead of, Lord, they don't know what they're doing, forgive them. So what's the reward if I walk in the Spirit? Life and peace. Okay, so if I don't have my peace, I'm not walking in the Spirit. Yeah, I need to wrestle that. And and I may lose my peace once or twice a day, but I'm going to be like a little wobbly thing, yeah. you know, a little weeble that wobbles, but I'm not going to fall down. <laughs> I'm going to bounce right back. Yeah. And uh, I want to bounce back at all times. I'm going to lay it before the altar and bounce back before the, the sun goes down. So we're going to go through First Thessalonians 5, 11 through 18, and then 19 through 24, 20 through 24. And we're going to talk about how not to quench the Holy Spirit, and then we'll recap it here at in. Therefore, encourage one another. Uh, and wait, there's the first one. What is it? D- encourage one another. Okay. And build each other up. There's the second one. Uh, just as in fact you are doing. Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you. There's another one. Who care for you in the Lord who admonish you. Mm-hmm. Hold oh. them in the highest regard and love because of their work. Live in peace with each other, and we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive, encourage the disheartened, help the weak, be patient with everyone. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So as we're going through these scriptures... I start outlining every verse. What's the Lord saying? What's the instructions? What's the warning? What's what's the encouragement that He's given me? So mm-hmm. let's keep going. Verse 20. Do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them. Hold on to what is good. Reject every kind of evil. May God Himself, the God peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of your Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you his is faithful, and he will do it. Okay, so I want to separate what's good from what's evil there in verse 21. He says, test everything. Hold on what's good, reject what's evil. So life comes at me um, on like a train track, a left and a right, the good and the evil. And if I just have one bad thing happening today, I might chuck it all. <laughs> I might say it's all evil, the whole life's yeah. evil, everything's and all of a sudden I've got this loud, exaggerated, fleshly emotion that I indulged and everything's bad because this one thing didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen. But instead I can reject that and say, no, nah, that was something evil, but what is good about today? Yeah. And that's where I'm gonna land. That's where I'm gonna hold into hold on to. So I literally want to look at the bad, I want to acknowledge it, but then I don't want to live there. So if I can reject every kind of evil, if I can say that's bad and stay there 10, 15 minutes, maybe even visit it twice a day, can I Am I supposed to do something here? Is this my responsibility? Uh, Do I need to give this back to somebody else? Do I just need to accept it? What do I need to do? And then literally spend the rest of the day looking at what's good. Now I'm in a good place. So we're going to go back through and... 
tell you the secrets to not quench the Holy Spirit that we just read to you. So verse 11. Encourage, build up. Verse 12. Respect those over you. Mm, authority. Respect your authority. That's a skill that we don't always learn. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you have to respect the authority and not necessarily the man. You yeah. have to respect his position number 13 be at peace among you among um, yourselves among yourselves what if i was at peace among me yeah. with me yeah. so that i'm it's okay for me to be alone it's okay for me to be content alone but if i'm always needing somebody else if i'm always discontent then i don't have peace with myself and i need to find that and that's one of the instructions to not quenching the holy spirit is to finding that peace within myself so verse 14 warn the idle encourage the timid Help the weak. Be patient with everyone. Ow. That's that's maturity. Yeah. That's love, isn't it? Okay, yeah. number that's bigger than me. <laughs> number yeah. fifteen. Don't give evil for evil. Be kind. Uh, verse sixteen. Joyful always. Seventeen. Pray continually. Okay, so anything that I can't uh, figure out what to do with, I just pray. And, and it's funny because right in the middle of the prayer, people bring me problems all the time. Well, I yeah. can't fix them, but I can help lead them in prayer. And about halfway through our prayer, they're like, oh, it just lifted. Yeah. Okay, I, I got this now. I don't have to wring my hands and be anxious. Okay, why why is it that I don't remember to pray? Yeah. <laughs> I think we forget, don't we? Yeah. Verse 18. Uh, give thanks in all circumstances. Verse 20. Des despise not prophecy. Prophesying. No, prophesying, preaching. Which prophesying in this verse means preaching. Yeah. So do not despise the preaching of God's Word, but literally turn it on and listen to it. Yeah. And if I'm crazy, Josh, I'm going to listen to it three yeah. to five hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It just flips me right back. I, sometimes I don't even have to listen to it for 15 minutes and I'm flipped back. Yeah. Verse 21. Test everything. Hold the, hold the good. Verse 22. Avoid every kind of evil. And then verse 23 and 24, these are things that are bigger than me that God's going to do. God, sanctify us, which means to set us apart, keep you blameless. And 24 is God is faithful. Okay. He's going to sanctify me. Yeah. So there's this um, justification process where he justifies me. He did the work on the cross. It's a done deal. Nobody's going to pluck me out of his hands. Mm. But now I've got to go through this discipleship. And now i got to be dead to everything that I ever thought I ever wanted or needed or uh, is trying to hang on to I got to go to the cross I got to die to my my desires and I got to move them and ask God to give me his desires so there's kind of like a grave period where you mm -hmm. just go to that death of self where you just say Lord here I am make of me whatever you want I'm that living sacrifice and, and he gives us a vision for the future and then we kind of have that upper room experience where we go to the Lord we wait upon him in that upper room and he fills us he endues us with power upon high of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit comes and he lives inside of us and we'll do some studies here soon on the Holy Spirit so these last two things are the things that God does for me he sanctifies me he sets me apart so that I can glorify his name so that I can disciple others so that I cannot get stuck so I can live in the spirit these things are bigger than me Josh yes, he's gonna keep me blameless yeah. Which means stop beating myself up and condemning myself, Lord. I know I did that. I know that was wrong. I know that, but I know you're able yeah. to make, keep me blameless, to sanctify everything, even that stuff that was meant for evil. You can turn it for good because you are faithful. And we love you, and thanks for joining us. This was the Rocker Recovery. 
This is Josh Bond. And this was Angie Meadows. And you can find us again on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, under The Rocker Recovery. You can find the books on Amazon.com. Under Angie G. Meadows, under Rocker Recovery. Also, have Enablers books for Enablers Journey, and I have some Bible study books on there. So, we will see you next time.